News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Trinity College has privately warned that the unfettered use of AI or other disruptive technology by staff and students poses a significant risk to its operations in the coming years. Dr. Anne Marcus Quinn, Associate Professor uh, in UL. Is that a fear shared by other universities? Hi, good morning, Kira. Um, I think that certainly ChatGPT has shaken up the education sector, as we've seen. It's really been out of the headlines since last November and certainly since last March. And we're right to be concerned over it, but I think we need to really look at the positives as well that it can bring to the classroom, both at second and yeah. at, at higher level. I, I was and very I th- interested looking into this because I knew I was going to be talking to you this morning. The concerns aren't only anymore about things like cheating, like like the way maybe there was concerns previously on essay mills. That's not the only concern here. It's about a fundamental change, isn't it? It is certainly in terms of, I suppose, how accessible it is and what people will use it for. But like anything else, it's just another new tool. If we look at when Google Translate was launched nearly 20 years ago, there was certainly a lot of uh, fear among people working professionally in the area of translation and and interpreting that their jobs would become obsolete and even certainly that their training would be um, undermined. But that hasn't turned out to be the case if anything else, the Google Translate has certainly turned out to be something that is helping students to become better translators and maybe to do some of that heavy lifting when people get a piece of text, they can run it through a machine like that and get a first draft, first early draft that they can start to work on and look at the nuances, yeah. cultural references and so on that maybe they wouldn't be um they wouldn't have as much time to be able to work on if they were just working on a block of text without I, that aid. I thought something that, that Linda Doyle, Provost of Trinity, said was very uh, uh, interesting. She said, AI raises questions about the role of knowledge. When all knowledge is immediately available, it challenges us to raise the cognitive bar and identify higher order skills. That's what this is really about, isn't it? That, that now, you know... We, we run competitions here and sometimes we say, God, that's a hard question, but it doesn't matter because everyone has Google. Uh-huh. So, 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 so that's not the thing. What we're doing is we we're, we're, we need to raise our game in, in the era of AI. Isn't that sort of where we're at? I suppose it, it, it is, but it's also shifting the spotlight back on the process. You know, I think we often lose sight here. Certainly students will um, be very interested in hearing what the assignment brief is and so on and meeting that. But it's really all about the process and how people get there. So it's not about, you know, churning out the correct answer. I know when I was back at school, you know, the answers for your maths problem were there tucked away in the back page of the book. But certainly you couldn't just provide that to the teacher. You need to show your work. So, you know, that's where we are as well with this um, with this suite of new tools, including ChatGPT. And it's all about does that challenge lecturers and teachers and people? In 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 certain ways, because they because it's very hard to pick up actually an AI written essay, for example, that that essays may not be the way to actually assess students anymore. That there has to be some other way of assessing them that cannot be done by AI. Is that going to be the future? Do you think for learning? I think absolutely. That's that's um, that's hit the nail on the head. In other words, essays would have been um, you know a really good tool to get students to kind of you know show their argument, craft an argument and so on. But now with uh, a couple of good prompts, you can produce that essay. So again, it's about looking back at the process. And even if someone can produce an essay, it's how how have they gotten there? You know, what has led to it? And if you're unsure about how that essay has been created, then we need to look at other ways of getting students to prove their work. 
So a good example of that would be to get students to be able to talk about their process, how they Mm -hmm. researched the essay, what sources they consulted, why they took the approach they took. There's lots of ways of them being able to stand over it. And I think actually improve um, that learning experience. Not just to sit down and produce. Would you expect that there's going to be a massive learning curve here for for a lot of learning, a lot of learnings in the sentence, but but for learning institutions that, that they're going to have to change their ways and adapt in the presence of this new, very powerful tool, as you describe it, it is a tool. Well, I think a, a lot of institutions, including my own, like very few of us would be assessing just by essay alone um, for many years. So there'd be, there's certainly more of a focus on students producing a portfolio of work and helping them and supporting them to do that. So um, the days of just uh, assigning two or three essays over a module, they've been gone for a long time. So I think it's really important, again, that we look at how we can support students to build that portfolio and to be able to talk about it and showcase the process as much as the final output. Absolutely. Listen, thank you very much for speaking to us this morning. That is Dr. Anne Marcus Quinn. If you have any thoughts on AI, I would love to hear them this morning because my head was was limited in, in I was thinking, oh yeah, a lot of cheating could occur now, but it's much bigger than that, what AI can be used for and its impact, I suppose, on learning and on academia. We'd love to hear from you this morning if you want to get involved. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.